Welcome to Podcast 5 at the Indigo Tent, conversations about inspiration. We're drawn into thousands of interactions every day that demand our energy. Those interactions can pull us out of alignment with our thoughts, our actions, and our higher self. We end up feeling fragmented, emotional, and basically out of harmony. This state of being stuck impacts every interaction we have, both personally and professionally. Join us on this journey of transformation. Here in the Indigo Tent, we have conversations about changing what's stuck and finding some joy along the way. This transformation is what we call energy in motion. This is the process of joy, and this, dear listener, is our purpose. Welcome to the Indigo Tent. Thanks. It's super awesome to be here. I'm glad you're here, too. And I want to start off our conversation today with a quote from one of my favorite people, Dr. Wendy Guest. Who? (laughs) And you have said in one of your writings, essentially, learning requires our senses. But to truly commit something to our soul requires movement. That quote, that your thoughts, they inspire me. And I want to talk about rituals today and inspiration. So it's going to be a twofold podcast. So you have noticed since you've been here visiting for the past few days that I have a ritual every morning where I make tea. I started making matcha tea about a year ago and just started off with the tea bags because that was way easier and then (laughs) branched into the whole loose powder and the whole process of making the tea. And the reason why I do that is because it grounds me for the morning and it helps me, the ritual itself helps me, inspires me, guides me. Those days that I skip the tea or I leave the house and I've forgotten my tea, I'm sad. I get over it, but I need that ritual in the morning. And there's so many cultures that have very specific rituals. We as Americans, we don't have that because we're this giant melting pot unless you come from some background or you're recently immigrated where you still have that connection. And Mm -hmm. so I'm wondering, is that one reason why we're drawn to rituals? We need it to ground us. What do you think? Yes, well, that's the whole purpose of why rituals and ceremonies exist is They create order out of chaos. They inspire our souls. They help us find meaning and structure to the world and explain the world around us. I like the word structure because structure makes me think of a sanctuary, makes me think of stability. Exactly. That's that's the whole point of this. We do these rituals to continue to inspire us. And rituals are movement. They are a series of connected activities that have a meaning grouped together that then reminds us of whatever it is that we're um, having the ritual for. That's so true. You know, if you think of, let's say, Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. you can eat turkey any day. Right. And that doesn't make it Thanksgiving. And it doesn't taste as good. No. But you put all those elements together, family, for a lot of people, football, turkey, cranberry sauce, uh, mashed potatoes, stuffing, all the yummies. all of those things together create the essence of Thanksgiving. The ritual. The ritual of Thanksgiving, yes. And so it's it's important that we take time to find those rituals 
that inspire our souls mm -hmm. and that we find places like that or activities like that that inspire us because then that gives us more space and more energy to inspire others. I like it. Kind of fills that that teacup, if you will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Talk to me about soulful inspiration. What are you? What are your thoughts about that? Mm. Soulful inspiration to me is about understanding our own values, our values as an individual, like in any setting, whether it's nature, at work, with friends, with colleagues, or just in the quiet space of our own home. It's those values that tend to make us who we are. And it allows us to be connected with our souls. Because really, if we're not living true to our own values, our life's dance will look inauthentic. Mm -hmm. And messy and possibly awkward? Well, it'll look like somebody else's dance and not oh. yours. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, if you've ever seen like some dancers, they try to jump styles. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, eh, yeah, it just, just doesn't look like you. Right. Which is not good or bad. But you see that there's, it just it doesn't feel as natural and authentic. Right. It's really important that we find the life dance that's ours. That's a good point right there. I'm, I'm reminded of this wonderful little story that I used to read to all my um, classes. And it was called Giraffes Don't Dance. Mm-hmm. And the story was talking about this awkward giraffe who tried to do like everybody else's dance. The monkeys doing their cha-cha and the lions doing their tango. And, and he always got laughed at because he looked so awkward. Trying to do somebody else's dance. And, and just, yeah, trying to look like somebody else and be somebody else. But then he happened upon um, a cricket, I think it was, who said, hey, Find the music that moves you. And then when he did... The, moves, the music that inspires you. Inspires you. and mm -hmm. Right. Find your beat. Mm -hmm. And as he did that, he became the most graceful, beautiful dancer in the jungle. And all the other animals who used to laugh at him were now inspired right. by him. Gathering around, getting his energy, and, and gaining confidence for themselves. Yes. And isn't that what inspiration's about? It is. If you think about the word, it's to inspire, breathe into our soul, mm -hmm. all that's good. I like that. I moved to this into this home about two months ago now. I bought this house back in September, but I actually found it in July. My husband was out of town, and the timing just wasn't right. It went up for sale, and... Somebody put a contract on it right away. And I was so sad because I really wanted this house. Mm -hmm. After one of my yoga sessions, I drove by this house knowing that there was a contract on it. And instead of feeling dejected and bitter and frustrated that I didn't get it, I was inspired to drive by, sit outside, and just pray for the people who ended up buying this house. Mm. And I liked how I took an opportunity where I could have been dejected, but instead I was inspired to bless somebody else. I wanted whoever, whomever moved into this home for them to be inspired, for this home to be a place of creativity and empowerment. And joy. And so we ended up buying the house in September, moved in in December, and I realized I sat outside this house back in July and prayed 
for whomever would buy the house. And it ended up being me. And now I make my tea every morning. I have my ritual of making the tea. And it brings me back to one of the things that you and I find so inspiring. How can we fill our cup of joy? How can we make sure that we're not depleted? How can we inspire others? And it takes a balance, a balance of all of the harmonies, creativity, empowerment, inspiration, expression. We need all of those things working together so that we have energy in motion and we're a blessing to other people. Beautifully said, Sally. That, that's it. And I'm going to leave you, listeners, I'm going to leave you with the quote again that, that Wendy wrote a few years ago. Essentially, learning requires our senses, but to truly commit something to our soul, dear listeners, that requires movement. So get out there, be inspired, be thoughtful, and be aware. Do you have any thoughts to leave our listeners with? Yes, it's going to sound like the opposite, but it's really not. Part of committing something to our soul Yes, it requires movement toward that, not necessarily literal movement, but movement of the heart, of the mind, of the body toward that inspiration, toward whatever it is that we want to commit to us. So for you, like like the morning ritual of tea, I'm often intrigued when I've run across this saying that we are, we are not human doings, we are human beings, and part of being is looking for harmony in the stillness. Oh, I like that. That still, quiet voice is often where we find the inspiration. So for me, uh, when I was in college in um, Utah, I would frequently drive up to the mountains because it was, you know, right there. there. (laughs) (laughs) And within, literally within 20 minutes, I could be away from all the things that were overwhelming me at the time, the homework, the this, the the due dates, the the lifestyle of being a student. And I could go hike up to this quick little rock, and it was kind of like my perch, and I would just sit there like a bird and just watch all these huge trees and the huge mountain and think of how magnificent nature is. And within just a few minutes, I would realize how truly inconsequential all those things I thought were overwhelming really were Mm -hmm. you were inspired to see your place in the world as it really is if you do anything after listening today go find even just the smallest activity that brings you inspiration whether it's writing a little story whether it's walking somewhere in nature or visiting a a museum or making a cup of tea Find something that allows you to feel inspired because when your cup is full, you have something to share. So true. We hope you've enjoyed our musings today and our conversation. We hope that you're inspired and that you find some way to inspire somebody else. Remember, we humans are here to do more than just exist. We are here to be creative souls that inspire one another with love and with admiration. Absolutely. To your inspiration. To tap into our higher self, we seek to align the elements of interaction with harmony. What element will you use today to transform you into your highest self?